Sean Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast, the publishers on podcast and youtube.com slash carpool gaming every single Monday. But patrons get it first. Thank you guys for subscribing and hitting the like button and telling your mom and telling your dad and doing a dab while you do it. You guys, I'm pretty pumped up. It's very late in the evening for me to be screaming like this, but it doesn't matter. We the Gamer Cast is here and you're here, and I'm so glad about it. But before I get way too far ahead of myself, if you're new, Here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about life in video games. And if you want to be on the show or if you just want to let me know what you think, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. My goodness gracious. Some of you have already heard this conversation and I'll tell you why. It's because we recorded it live on Friday, just this a uh, couple of days ago on what was <laughs> pitched as you meet Capri Day, what became carpool gaming day for those of you who are uninitiated uh the yumi capri moniker the one that you the, the brand that you've known the one that you've come to love the patreon the discord the youtube you keep hearing this yumi capri thing and um it's gone we killed it we buried it it's out back <laughs> we well i should say we we respectfully retired it um and we we had a whole day for it. It was it was absolutely crazy. For those of you who joined us, thank you so much uh, on Yumi Capri Day. We have now taken up this new brand um, called Carpool Gaming, and a ton of that is covered in on the YouTube channel, uh, in the Discord as well. Links in there too. But um, suffice to say, I'm not going to get I don't think too much into the detail about about why. Um, but what the what the result is is something that I think. I'm really proud of. I, th- I think Ryan is as well. And we've, we've brought on Consul Cato and Court Lalonde as part of sort of like the Patreon kind of ownership group. So we were expanding. Our bandwidth has expanded and we wanted to address a couple of things. I guess I am going to get into the why we wanted to address a couple of things. Um, first pro- and probably foremost, it, it came to my realization a little while ago that, um, you meet Capri. Like if you were in the community, you kind of got it. But if you were new to it, if, you, if somebody was trying to explain, Hey, check out these podcasts or whatever it's called Yumi Capri it's like it didn't make any sense it didn't really tell um what it was about and also it was kind of narcissistic I think for me to just have like my name at the at the the brand kind of the level even though Ryan obviously huge part of it and all of the hosts that do you know the Nintendo Drive with Kato and uh the PlayStation Drive now with uh now with Court and with Matt and the RPG Cave with Garrett and Ryan, of course. Like, there's just so many people that, like, having the Capri at the front was kind of like, well, that doesn't really, I don't know. That didn't, It didn't really seem fair to everybody else. And uh, so that was from my perspective. And I might be projecting here a little bit, but I also don't know that, like, I feel like everybody was being very kind to me by um, promoting that brand. Even if it was their hard work, it was like, come listen to the Yumi Capri stuff. It's like, well, very nice of you to say Cato and and Ryan and everybody else but like let's let's create something that is representative of all of us so that's really where carpool comes from and then of course all the drive shows um the Xbox drive PlayStation drive Nintendo drive we figured the carpool is kind of like a little nice little nod to that um it's communal this notion of like we can all jump in the carpool together we actually just had uh tom danks come in <laughs> earlier today and saying that they were excited to be part uh, of the carpool lane and i'm like yeah we're going to be using the carpool lane somewhere along the line so just felt very welcoming and communal and like i said like we want to be focused on community and friendship and togetherness and celebrating positive communities and things like that so I'm really proud of what has happened on Carpool or Yumi Capri 
Day Now Now Carpool Gaming. Um, you guys have really just completely blown me away. And um, before we get any further, I just want to address the uh, and thank and acknowledge the damn near 90 patrons you guys have blown me away we've never seen patreon support like this we've never seen the discord so active we've never seen so much activity on twitter and all of the social all the things like it's exploded over the weekend it's incredible and um i have a whole wonderful list of people that i want to acknowledge and thank especially at patreon those of us uh, those of you who support us at patreon.com slash carpool gaming especially our Ultimate producers, this is a list, my friends. Mostly Martinez, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Dallas Ford, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown, whose album you should be downloading in my element. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. Drew Agnew, the handsome host of the House of Mario podcast. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Um, all the links for all these people. Uh, I, w- I would love it if you guys supported them in all of their endeavors. Um, for any of those other ultimate producers who I don't have anything yet, I'm going to be reaching out to you very, very soon. Whatever you guys want to plug, that is a that is a perk of the ultimate producers, as well as getting that limited edition T-shirt, which I'll talk about in a second. Special thank you to our platinum producers, Becky Ruben Navarro, Skinny Matt, and Robbie Bobby Miller, and our gold members, Tom Danks, Cecily Carosa, Anna W., The Snack Network, Foolish Fuji, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Tony Baker, Joey Splats, Mac Time, RJ Kern, Jose Jimenez, Argo, Marcus O'Neill, and Dallas Robbins. You guys are incredible. You're keeping the boat afloat. We literally cannot do this without you. We are doing so much more in the in the in the coming months, coming weeks, coming days, you guys. I got to spend the entire day just working on this stuff. And I'm gonna come back to that in a second. But before I wrap up all this new Patreon stuff. So many people joining us for the very first time. Some I've already mentioned within those ultimate platinum and gold members, um, but other people joining in on the Patreon fun here at Carpool Gaming. I want to acknowledge and thank Tracy, Dave Harp, Brian Eck, JKJ, Sean Hennigan, Matt Sawinski, Emmy, Famous Seamus, Assemble, Courtney Bell, Kimberly Conrad, Jessa Trimble, Andrea Dittrich, and Tim Pollan. Goodness gracious, you guys, we've never seen so much happening. Uh, you have me, you have me in the clouds right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I spent, um, earlier this evening, I went for a run. And so I, maybe, maybe this is part of it. Maybe I just got a little, little runner's high, but I'm, I'm seriously looking at this. I even floated the idea by my wife. I'm like, for the very first time we've talked about this, I've been doing this for a very long time. People have often talked to me about like, okay, so like, when are you going to do this full time? Blah, blah, blah. And I've always laughed about them. Like, you guys have any idea how far away that is? And we got a, we got way closer to it. We're not there yet, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I spent a good part of the day today thinking, dreaming, crunching numbers. It's, it's gotten a little more than just dreaming. It's gotten a little bit more than a little closer than wouldn't that be cool? It's like, no, this is, there, there may be something here there. I really, for, for the very first time, I really believe that, ma'am. I feel like something is happening. Yumi Capri Day was very special. We've transformed into this new thing. I think it, it welcomes more people in. I think we've we, we've got the right people doing the right things, and it's just the start, man. It's very cool. It's very exciting. And I just, in this moment, I don't know. I'm kind of like this, guys. Some of you have been listening to me for a little while. When I'm when I'm when I'm high, <laughs> when I'm up high, and when I'm feeling good, like I feel great. Um, but I will also be open and honest with you guys when I'm not. But right now, I'm there, dude. I am absolutely there. So I'm like, okay. So 
like, do I take a part-time job and then spend way more time on this? Like, what if I was able to spend, you know, a couple of days, like an actual, like during the day, not like after work and after the kids are gone to bed and like trying to squeeze things in, which is kind of where it is right now. And it's remarkable that we're at where we're at because everybody's doing this as a hobby. And we, I, I like not to toot my own horn, but I think we're going to do that right now Toot our collective horn. Like we push out a huge amount of content at carpool gaming. I think we do it really pretty well. I think, um, what else can I say about it? I just, I'm really happy about it. I'm really proud. I, I, I'm kind of pausing on myself because I, I think I'm getting a little too braggadocious, but I'm feeling good about it all, man. And I'm just kind of like sitting in it for a little bit. So it's very cool. Um, I want to tell you about a couple other things that are on my mind, things that are happening before we get into my good chat with Ed Placencia, who, by the way, I got to hang out with just last week. And we'll talk about that in the conversation. You'll hear about that. Um, I was in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, actually in Franklin, just uh, was that south of, of, of Nashville, I guess. I don't know. Somebody else was driving. <laughs> um very special weekend, dude. Very, very special. This this whole notion of, you know, friends and strangers on the internet and then meeting for the very first time. I got to hang out with some of the world's greatest people in in Nashville. I'll just say Nashville. Um, and Married to the Games has been there for, they, they celebrated their 500th episode. That's, if you do the math, it's like 10 years of straight podcasting. And through that work and dedication and focus on the type of community that they want to cultivate, guess what? When you when everybody comes together every 100 episodes, this was my very first time that I got to do it. And yeah, the people who listen to that show, the people who gather, they're exceptional. And I got to hang out with all of them. And it was it, it was a weekend I will never forget. I'm very lucky. I've been on I've been on vacation from work for a little over a week. And that consisted of Married to the Games 500 and then... Uh, carpool gaming day. I'll stop referring to it as UB Capri Day. What like our 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 special Friday, our thirteen hour stream, thirteen hours of straight content. Man, it was incredible. So yeah, I've been kind of detached from work for the last little while, and just feeling like this is what life is about. You know what I mean? Like there's there's this whole other side to it. There's all, meeting all these people and learning what they're about, and seeing how like people teach me every single day what it means to be considerate and compassionate and caring and positive and thinking of others and all these things. And I don't know, I, I can't remember, it might've been, um, I don't, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but um, when you, when you expand your scope of who you're actually thinking about when it comes to this stuff to when you expand it to the entire world, your pool, your talent pool kind of gets quite a bit better. And then you focus it in around these video game communities, if this makes any sense. What I'm trying to say is like, if you just hang out with the people you grew up with, like, or in your high school or whatever, it's like, that's like a sample size of like 25 people for some of us. If you go to a sample size of like the planet, dude, you can discover the, what humanity has the best to offer in some of these people. And I got to hang out with like Tim Pollard and Brian Scott. And oh my goodness gracious, you guys. It's been Brian and Callie, I should say too. Like it's not even just, it's just like families, not just individuals. It was so great. Spencer Stapleton. I'm, I'm going to be leaving people out, but like goodness gracious, you guys. Um, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm on a high note right now and it feels great. And I want to thank every single one of you guys for showing me what is possible in this life and what it's, what's possible to just like be there for one another. That's been really the, the, the motion and the, the revelations that I've been having over particularly the last like year and going back even further than that. It all just goes to putting yourself out there a little bit, creating some content, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, all that kind of stuff. But here we are married to the games. 500 was a special weekend followed up by a special weekend with uh, carpool gaming day. 
And I got to hang out with Ed for the very first time. Ed and I have known each other for a very long time. But thanks to Married to the Games, we got to meet. Got to meet a whole bunch of other people. We got to break bread. We got to laugh until we cried. I brought a ridiculously huge Canadian flag down to uh, to Tennessee, and that was um, that was an experience all uh, all in and of itself. Man, it was it was great. It was pretty special. So I'm. I'm feeling good. I'm really excited that you guys are going to be listening to my conversation with Ed. I encourage you to check out our brand new merch store. Links are in the show notes. It's a, the, the quick link is bit.ly slash CPG merch, carpool gaming merch. Um, you can go over there. You can get all your limited edition t-shirts. The uh, ultimate members, as I mentioned, you guys get a um, a very special, only available to you founders t-shirt. Um, and for about 30 days, we're going to have a limited edition um carpool gaming shirt kind of it says established 2022 which is very cool not going to be available forever so you're not going to want to miss that bit.ly slash cpg merch the links are in the show notes i highly encourage you guys to jump on in and people are all over that merch store man very very cool to see you guys just keep blowing me away with all the support um but without further ado why do i i i don't really want to like i feel like there's a lot to be happy about a lot to be celebrating but I do feel like I'm bragging a little bit. So why don't we turn it over? Let's talk to Ed Placencia, one of the kindest, funniest, just most amazing human beings on planet Earth. Not to, you know, overhype him or anything. Um, he's he's just a very special friend of mine. Um, we've we've I, I would say we've known each other for many years at this point. I think uh, we've we've gotten quite a bit closer over the last year. In particular, when Bobby Paul's passed away, Ed was one of the guys who was there for me, um, among many, many other people. He wasn't the only one. Many of you guys and many of you are listening. And I just appreciate every single one of you guys for showing, again, what, it's, what it means to be there for one another in good times and in bad times. And Ed is one of those people, a very special person. I would love it if you supported him on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ed Placencia. You can find him on Twitter at Ed Placencia. You can listen to him on Married to the Games. And if you listen to episode 500, that's me laughing my ass off in the audience, my friend. So why don't we get right into it? Here he is, my good friend. Hopefully he's your good friend too, Mr. Ed Placencia. Happy Uni Capri Day to you as well, my friend. We're we're live on the air. I don't normally tell people when we've started recording, but this is officially when people can hear what you have to say, Ed. <laughs> oh, but we're not li- wait, but we are live. And we are live. That people are watching. They've been with us the whole time. We we started at 12 p.m. earlier today, and we ditched the Yumi Capri branding and moniker. We've relaunched as Carpool Gaming. And we launched a whole bunch of new Patreon goals, and people have smashed them all. I'm going to start writing a book pretty soon, Ed. That was one of the goals. <laughs> it's like our most ambitious goal. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book about um, about this whole journey, this whole like creating content, like year by year, 2015 through 2022. I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna write about it, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done so little today. <laughs> what have you done today? You built Just a DeLorean. Dreams. Yeah, you, you got a DeLorean all built up. No, that was yesterday. Oh, you finished? Did you finish it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how was that? It was really tough. Was it really? I never made a car before. It was tough. What happened to those? I was watching you for a little bit, and there was like different colors of Lego blocks or Lego bricks in there that they just hide in there. Those builds, yeah, they'll put different colors in there, and you're like, oh, what's this going to be? And then they'll just cover them up with something else. Mm -hmm. So there's just 
a multitude of colors in there for no reason. Just car parts. Mm-hmm. Car parts. That's kind of how. That's how cars are made. I know this because I'm a huge car guy. Most people don't know this about me. Yeah, me too. I'm also. I mean, you do. Uh, you, you had a show about being in a car. That's true. That's true. Well, now look at this whole like this carpool gaming thing. Like this is actually See? jump on in. You know, this guy knows about cars. Did you know that the? Did you hear that the DeLorean is going to make an electric car? They're like they're it's going to be powered I by did. lightning. I think. I saw a picture of it today. Yeah. Would you Would you ever have one a stainless steel car? You've got a Jeep though. Like you're good. Yeah, I think I'm good. They're good on fancy cars. Tim Pollins in the chat says Indiana handsome. That's, I feel like that's an insult. <laughs> like, I feel that's like kind of how the Canadian handsome thing is. It's like, I mean, he's, he's no, fine for Canada. <laughs> no, but Indiana, if you're saying someone is Indiana handsome, you're saying that guy's got a face. <laughs> is that what that means? That means. Wasn't um who else who else is famous from is from that area? Isn't Letterman from around there? Letterman is from down south near Indy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and probably the yeah. other sisters and brothers. Yeah, and probably. he had a few faces. <laughs> oh, Sorry, we're live. <laughs> we're live. Yeah, Tim Pollan. Oh, Tim Pollan. He's, he's. I got to have. I got to have dinner with Tim Pollan. I got to have dinner What's with a lot like? of a lot of cool people, man. Yeah. What's it like? It's like him uh, acknowledging that you've eaten a ton and then he challenges you to eat a gigantic chunk of cake. Yeah. What's I saw the pictures of the cake and I saw people saying, hey, Sean's going to eat this cake. And then after a while, you're like, uh, I'm going to go kill myself. I'm just going to go lie down for a couple of days, <laughs> I think. And I was still what full kind of the next day. Was it? it was just a carrot cake. It was just a, it was just a, it was just huge. It was just like, you know, and it was one of the, it was, it was the oldest trick in the book. If you're a server, you know, you got a couple okay. guys around and like, oh, like you guys enjoyed the meal. Like, oh, great. Like anybody wants some dessert. And I, I was going to pass. And then Tim goes, I would like, I, I think I'll get a coffee. And I said, well, if you're going to get a coffee, I'll get a little slice of cake too. Like, I'm not going to turn it. She's offering it. It's a nice evening that we're having together. I'll have a little, right. treat myself a little bit. And she's like, oh, the carrot cake is great. And so I'm like, I'll have, I'll have that. And then she brings out like the whole cake. It's like the whole thing. I'm like, I did not sign up for this. I don't. I have. I have no idea how much this costs. Like the meal wasn't like it was a fancy-ish kind of place that we accidentally found our way into. It's like Tim asked for a recommendation at the hotel, and they're like, "Go to this place." And we're like, "We are not dressed for this, like at all." You know, we can't even put a a tie on around our t-shirts to to fake it. Um, How much of the cake did you have? I had about half the cake. It was enough. Huge. Game. It was a yeah. I know. I had half of it. I, he said. So the challenge was. He said if I ate the whole thing, that he would pay for my whole meal, and it was you know steak dinner. So I went oh, for it. Snap. Yeah. Had a lobster bisque to to start things off, and then a giant hunk of beef, oh. and then yeah, we just kind of did. If that. you and because you didn't, did you have to pay for his meal, or was it just there were there wasn't like he a, just didn't a pay. Well, he did buy the cake. And I will like, I'll give him a lot of credit. He was a very, he, he, what is, this is the whole, like, let's just dote on Tim for a little bit because he spent the whole day. We were playing Pokemon go for hours. And he's like, I just don't care about Pokemon go as most probably people, most people would, but he was very, very kind. Spencer and I, we, we just played and then, yeah, we did dinner and, uh, yeah. Then he bought my dessert. (laughs) What happened to the other half of the cake? Did you save it or did it get thrown? I out? was angry at it. It, it like I, I asked them to like ship it to you know needy children, but I don't think that they did. 
send this cake to Putin. Exactly. Like send it, send it overseas, man. It's the whole, you know, when you don't finish your dinner, it's there's starving kids in Africa. And I remember as a kid going like, what do you want me to do? But like how if the peas are here, I'm not finishing my peas on my, on my, my plate here. What, what am I supposed to do about those kids? But I missed the point, Ed, as a kid, the point was I should just be grateful that I have food. Like that I should be able to, it's not like I'm actually going to take the food and ship it overseas. So yeah, that, that, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the dishwasher ate it in the restaurant. Maybe the person. Do you think, do you think would people eat uh, food that's been eaten off of in restaurants? I've seen it happen. I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen it. I've seen it. And it was the dishwasher. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> what? Yeah. His name was Jeff and he would eat leftovers. Yeah. You're going to dox Jeff? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, he's out there, man. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, dox Jeff. He did it. I watched it. It was. I don't know. I just wanted to buy him a meal or something. Like, yeah, I can, I can give you your own fresh plate or something. I just wanted to buy him a meal so I didn't finish my food. Oh, man. Yeah, Tim says we gave a homeless person diabetes. So I managed to walk out without it as far as I know. Hey, it's the cake that, the cake that keeps on giving. Dude, I, feel, I think I still feel it, to be honest with you. Whew, yeah. Man. Yeah, it was something. But we had, we, had a nice, we had a nice weekend. We got to hang out with a bunch of people we never get to see in yeah. real life, man. Yeah. It was pretty Wait, good. let's talk about let's talk about uh, Sean Capri and the the new the new changeover. What was the impetus? You've probably already explained all of this. Oh, that's but, okay. Uh, but uh, what was the impetus? How long has it been cooking in the back of your head? Are you listening to music that I can't hear? I just just my inner soul, man. Just <laughs> I don't know. I just, I've been doing this for a little long. It's been uh, it's been a long day, so I'm just kind of bouncing. This is what happens when I stand up. Normally I'm sitting down and I'm like, mm, just kind of, yeah, just moving and grooving. What's been, what's been going on? Dude, that's, I don't know. My Diet Coke, got my water, got my Placencia. It's all good. Man. It's uh this is an idea that's been hanging around for a little while, actually. Um, when I was in Toronto visiting Ryan Turford and a few friends over there uh, for Fan Expo, I had kind of nervously brought up the idea that I'm like, you know, when we bring up the name Yumi Capri to just like people who don't really know us, it doesn't make any sense. Like, what even is it? It's a cutesy kind of take on Yumi Dupree, Yumi and Dupree. And it kind yeah. of is a umbrella to all the podcasts and stuff that we do. But like um, something, one example that I've brought up earlier today that happened quite often was when you try to explain, like if I were to go to like Cato stream, for example, and go and she would go like, go check out the Yumi Capri YouTube. It's like, this doesn't tell you anything at all. It's kind of, it's a sentence with a, with a few nouns and a, like <laughs> just a bunch of people. And so, so that was number one. And number two, I always felt like there are so many people who are part of the content that the fact that my name was at the top was, mm. I, I didn't like it. It just didn't feel, it didn't resonate with me. It felt like a little mm. narcissistic, I think to, to a certain extent and marginalized, like, that Ryan is like right. He's like, I'm right here, you know, and we've got, especially in the last year, we've grown well beyond the Xbox drive and we, the gamer cast. Um, so it yeah. just brought in more people. So yeah, didn't tell anybody what it was and it's too much me, you know? So I think that this is a little bit more representative of the people that are involved and maybe one day it can continue on without me. And that would make a lot of sense and helps us introduce other people. It reflects the, community i think too this carpool the fact that like we'll just jump in together and ride along um yeah kind of like a car like a, a ride share kind of deal so yeah there's um 
there's a lot of thought that actually went into it to kind of abandoning the Yumi Capri thing. Um, but I'm glad people seem to like it. You know, it's yeah. like people have been excited today, so they good, haven't abandoned good. ship. I was worried about it, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, no. a little bit. You get, well, you, yeah, get you get nervous about stuff. Like you, had, you guys had yeah. episode 500. You had a big deal. I and mean, I don't know. You must have had some nerves going on into that about, I'm sure, a variety of things. Yeah, I guess maybe it was. It was for me. It was more like let's get to the show. I yeah. want to get to the show. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. Well, just so you know, Sean, there's never there's you are not cake. There's no such thing as too much to be de- Sean Capri. To be confirmed, my friend. Like, is it cake or is it a Sean Capri? We'll we'll have to see. I just don't want anybody to slice me open prematurely. You know, exactly. We'll find out in the end, I think. <laughs> like, what was this? Why was he just like moving around? Was it cake uh, was or it, was it? It was a jello cake. It was a jello <laughs> Exactly. I'm just kind of like moving and grooving, but. Yeah, yeah we, I like it. We set out a bunch of goals today, man. We set out a bunch of stuff, and um, it was really interesting because we we launched a new merch store, which I'm very excited about. Finally, have like yeah. a, a merch store that I am proud of and want to send people to, and I am going to buy everything on it. Like I never ever had that before, <laughs> so I want to buy my own shirts. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of wow. at that point, which is which is kind of neat. And I just needed to bring more people in. You know, I kind of just recognizing my own. I think. Um, my own limits, my own bandwidth and my own, mm. the bandwidth, the, the limit on bandwidth, but also limit on like ability. So we brought Kato in because I think that she just has like this amazing eye for branding and direction. And I think she's just developed this amazing YouTube community. She's got a hundred thousand subscribers. Like she has the wow. thing, like she just, she has it. And like, I want you like more in, I want, I wanted to bring her in as part of like the crew and, and part of the team. So, yeah. um, I think that that's kind of just like what I pride myself on actually just going like, Ryan, you're good at this. You're in charge of this. Cato, you're really good at this. Like this is going to be like where you get to, you Mm. get to shine and we're going to lean on you for this sort of thing. So it's been a lot of that, like kind of behind the scenes stuff over the last little while. Yeah. Has it been stressful for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, It always, um, but I, my, the way that I wrap my mind around it is that, like anything worthwhile is, you know? Yeah. And I would actually kind of flip the same question on you. Like it's, it's like, it's easier not to do what we do. Like it'd be way easier just like laying in bed all day. That's kind of like the most extreme yeah. version of how do I avoid stress? It's like, well, I could do nothing. That sounds pretty easy. Right. You know, I could just eat cake all day and probably just expedite the end of it all. <laughs> if I, That's all I did. <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, I don't know, like how, like you got, you're streaming every single damn, every, every single day, like many, many hours and yeah. you got the podcast. Like at what point do you go? Is this, is this, is it worth, do you ever question? Like, is it worth it? All the effort and the time and the anxiety or the stress or anything that comes along with it? I don't know that I, that I go to, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. But I definitely, uh, I, I have to be very intentional about not letting it get in the way of life. If that makes sense. Um, I, I I can't let it, you know, and and especially like with the podcast, Gabe is always, you know, it's, Hey, it's family first, no matter what happens, Mm -hmm. it's family first. And, and I have to be intentional about making up of, of standing up and saying, yeah, that's right. It is family first. And I got to do this or I got to do that. Or, 
I can't do it at this time because I've got this. And and so I think um, it's difficult, I, I guess, just because it's something that I enjoy doing, but I don't, I also don't want, uh, you know, home life to suffer because of it. And that's something that I need to be, it's, it's not a struggle to keep it intentional or it's nothing I, I struggle with on a regular basis, but I do need to kind of be aware of it, I guess. Do you find it challenging a little bit to, when you think about like family first and when you've got a mix of the crew, some of them having a gazillion kids, some of them having one and some of them having none, like, do you find it challenging to sort of like say what, what you, what, be, what family first means to you? Is it different from what it might mean to somebody else? And are you kind of like cognizant? Have you had to have your own back on saying like your family first means something and that's all that it means to you? Like that's all that matters, if that makes sense to put it that way. Yeah, I definitely, I think it's, I got to figure out how to say this without slighting anyone because I don't want to take anything from anyone, but I think we are all different kinds of busy. Yes. And I think yes. you've got one kind of busyness going on. It's easy to look at someone who doesn't have that kind of busyness and say, they're not as busy as I am. Right. You know? And and so I think it, it's sometimes we have to be intentional about remembering, okay, just because they don't have X, Y, Z going on, they do have ABC going on. And, you know, so it's, 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 uh, it is, it, it is sometimes uh, you have to bear that in mind because yeah, we are all at different stages of, of what we're, of what we're doing in life, life. Yeah. Well, and I think that the one thing that oddly binds us all is that we are like, we all fill our time with things that we either like enjoy or things that are important to us or that's work mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And it's just going to be a different mix of that for, for everybody. So that's kind of why I want to like explore yeah. that a little bit for you, because it is, it is going to be different. And one thing that I, that I find now after having, I now have two kids is, um, I don't know that I'm playing like a, a lot less or a lot more games. I just like, it's just, I've reconfigured what my day is, if that makes sense. And I almost don't even remember what it was like beforehand. So it's hard to compare even my own, like just mm -hmm. myself to myself at yeah, a different yeah, yeah. point in my own life. And I don't know. I think it's just, I think that's just life in general is what are you prioritizing? But then when it comes brushing up against somebody else, the comparisons will always come to place. But I feel like you've always had this confidence in just taking care of yourself. I feel like you've actually, one of the last times you and I chatted was I was struggling, I think with social media a little bit and like my, mm -hmm. my timeline was garbage and you're like, clean that up. Like you just like, you were just so clear and obvious about it. Like, just <laughs> like, what are you doing then? And I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't have to just accept like what people spew out there. I actually, especially on social media, you can just, you can kind yeah, of control yeah, yeah. that. So I, I don't know. I, I've always kind of looked to you for that sort of just clarity on things. Cause I overcomplicate and you have a, I don't know, you look at life through a, a bit of a different lens maybe. Yeah. I think I just got to that point where I wanted to do social media cause I genuinely wanted to keep in tap in, in touch with and tabs on my friends and see yeah. what they're up to. But at the same time, especially the last few years, it's come with such a price where everyone is saying the first thing that comes to their head. And yeah, just for my own peace of mind, I had to be like, you know what? The mute button is a powerful thing. The unfollow button is a powerful thing. You don't have to unfollow or unsubscribe, but you can, you can quiet some things down and it's just so nice now where it's just, Hey, we went and did this. Here's me camping. Here's my dog doing something funny. And it's like, see, this is what I'm, this is what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. If I want to get my angry stuff, I'll go 
I don't know, somewhere else. Can't imagine you ever being in like the mood for like, I'm just going to go find the angry stuff. Sometimes the only time I intentionally find the angry stuff, I used to play competitive Overwatch on the stream mm. and just turn on the voice chat, but not chat just so we could hear the people yelling at each oh, other. Right. <laughs> that was kind of fun. I like that part. And you do that. You do that so good. You just kind of turn the stuff that's like super nasty and just go like, if you kind of make fun of it and just realize that it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know what earthquake is happening upstairs. I am so sorry. I feel like the kids have been a little bit. I don't know. Can you hear all that? I hear nothing. It is ridiculous, but I'm not gonna. Uh, really, I can't can't judge it. Okay, well, I'm glad it doesn't really come through. Maybe it's maybe Discord. Kudos is to your mic then, because I guess so. I guess no. so. Yeah, no, it's um, it's pretty remarkable. Kids burning off some energy because it's snowing today. By the way, Ed, what? It is actually snowing outside. It's April fifteenth, and we've got snow falling on the ground. So I got to move. Canada. I got to. Well, I got to move. It wasn't much warmer in Nashville though. Yeah. I'm gonna move to Sean. I'm never gonna move. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm if I actually if I were to move probably like I'd still stay in Canada, but probably like British Mm -hmm. Columbia. But every every time I look at moving, like it's so expensive to live anywhere else. You know, like I live in a pretty inexpensive place. It still has all the things. I've got a Best Buy down the street and I've got good internet and it's pretty Mm -hmm. reasonable to live here. Like moving all sounds pretty good. I could look at all the positives, but then, you know, am I in an island somewhere with like garbage internet and Amazon doesn't deliver forever or Mm. couple days like you know like there's a lot of the things that we kind of gotten used to a lot of conveniences you know yeah you had to play internet yeah i want to talk about overwatch so you mentioned competitive overwatch um are you a coach of a professional overwatch team ed what's happening here no not professional by any means okay okay Uh, semi-pro beer league yeah 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 a friend of ours, they got together and had like a little streamer showdown and they and they uh, approached and said, oh, hey, you stream. Do you want to be part of this? Gather some friends, make a little team, and then mm-hmm. we'll have another showdown. And uh, so we actually played with some of the team today and with some of the other people from the other teams. But we played on the same team and just kind of met for the first time. Okay. And so that was a lot of fun. So it was uh, it was fun. So that that's next month when the actual showdown is. Um, so yeah, it should be a good time. What do you, what, like for, <laughs> I have so many questions, man. Like, I do too. How do you even like, a, like, how do you approach this? Like, is there a way for you to like, to watch your squad play in a, like, aside from you playing alongside them? Is there, there a, is a way you can watch them play. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> so it's basically just us getting to, our practices are. Hey, you guys want to play Overwatch tonight? <laughs> exactly. Like you're not running laps or anything like that exactly, or any drills yeah. that you can really run. Like, I, but I think that that's a thing. Like, I think that if you look into yeah. esports, like that, they really do have some specific, like, do yeah. they run a play or specific strategies or anything that they do? Yeah. And that's, I, I actually Googled how to, uh, what was it? How to, pr- how to team practice Overwatch. And I just Come found on. a bunch of things like, here's an aimbot program you can, and I'm like, no, I don't, I, I know I'm bad at aiming. How do I, what do we do? And I, I found nothing, so we just get together and play Overwatch. Just uh, make it. Uh, that's kind of like, it's kind of like what what's probably going to happen to me when I start coaching the kids like softball teams or yeah. soccer. Like, just make it up. Especially if it's softball, yeah. I don't know anything. Like, I guess like here's your mm-hmm. bat, just start swinging away, and you guys let me know when you hit that thing. So, so let me know when you hit that thing. Yeah, just let me know, and and what, whichever one of you seems to be doing the best, then you'll be the favorite, and you get the most playtime. How's that for strategy? So those are the terms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, do you have we to bring like orange term. slices? Do you have to deliver orange slices for halftime in Overwatch coaching? Is that a thing? No, no. Nah, <laughs> I, I, 
I would like to though. That sounds really good. <laughs> just I love orange slices. Everybody oh, loves orange dude. slices. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You put it in your mouth and you do the smiley thing. Yep. Yep. Mouth the um the cheese sticks that you put in your mouth. There's oh, a lot of foods God. that you like to put in your mouth and do the the smiley thing. Mostly, yeah. You pretty much do that with anything. I guess you could. Yeah, melons. I feel like what is it about orange slices that it's just like that's the that's the halftime thing. That's the that's the snack that you bring. I th- yeah uh, yeah I don't know. It's why actually kind of the that. worst. They're really sticky. They're really sticky. Uh, I'd rather have something else. <laughs> <laughs> just overall, just overall. Any, anything would be better than this orange slice. What do you got against orange I, slices? I think I'd rather have an orange juice than an orange mm, slice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got a, I got my daughter a small orange juice today, and I was a little jealous of her actually. Really? I just had the coffee. From the, from, the McDonald's, from the McDonald's. I should have treated myself, you know? Yeah. Orange juice is just delicious. It's, it may, is that the best juice? Orange juice? Like, unless you're getting, like, super fancy and, like, you're mixing things up. But, like, as far as, like, a pure Like a fruit juice. juice. Yeah, like a fruit juice. Like, something squeezed from the fruit. Oh, man. Like, a, not like a, not like a tropical good. blend or anything. Pineapple juice is up there. I think pineapple I juice is up there. Pineapple juice is the only other one I could think of that could come close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apple juice is the popular one. It's a go-to for a lot of people, but I think... I don't, like I don't know how that happened. No, it gives me a headache. I think it has something to do with the yellow pages. It was just like first in line, apple. Like it was just the first fruit <sighs> down that people learned about. Like, Let's go with apple. Like, All right, make a juice yeah, out of that. Juice. All yeah. right, what else, is gonna, what else are you going to do? Apple juice doesn't taste anything like apples. It's very true. Actually, that's a good point. I just real, It's kind of like the banana flavor in most candies. Oh, you're like not kidding. Banana. Or watermelon. Yeah, it's not watermelon. It's just Why isn't there watermelon red. juice? How is that not a thing? It's practically juice in the like on the fruit. Watermelon juice is. I I, I throw down with some watermelon. I juice. throw down for some watermelon juice as well. What the? Do we need to? Do we need to make like a investment? Do we need to start a watermelon juice company? You, me, and Juicy. Yes, look at that. We've already got the. We've already got the name taken care of. See, we don't have to worry about being sued since you're not using that name Partners anymore. Partners in crime. Oh, my gosh. It's about time that you and I did chat about, like, starting up a podcast together because it's been a couple of years since we did that. I know, right? Mm-hmm. You've got, got so many of them already, Sean. I know. Well, we I, I had fewer the last time we talked, so I'm clearly finding ways to do it, man. I don't know what the heck is wrong with me. Um, well, one of the things I was talking about, like, I'm going to be writing this book, and I actually mm-hmm. had a question for you for today um, that I wanted to ask at episode 500, but I'm like, I'm, I don't want to put you guys on the spot. I feel like this is actually too big of a question. I'm not sure if it was really appropriate for just the forum. Um, you didn't ask a question at 500, did you? I didn't, and it kills me. And I was like, yeah. I, as as I saw the line kind of getting shorter and shorter, I'm like, I don't have anything. And I give a huge, dude, people who throw questions at podcasts, like, people are godsends. Like, doing absolutely the greatest work. I just love it. And especially the people yeah. who do it week after week, they come up with something new. It's, yeah. it's very it's impressive. Easy. Yeah. And even having you on the show, it's like you've been asked everything you possibly could have been asked at this point through the show. You've been on, what, 300 and some odd episodes, 400 and some odd episodes? Like, like that. You've been asked everything that you could, that anybody could ever ask you. Um, but the question that I wanted to ask at the show that I just, I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want it to be like interpreted as like a downer at all. Hmm. Cause it, cause it could be interpreted that way, but I don't mean it to be that way. Um, and okay. it has to do with this book that I'm, I'm endeavoring to write now with this Patreon goal thing is that we can't do this forever. Mm-hmm. We can't be podcasting forever. And I think ahead in a way that I look back on, I actually had a really good time in high school. Um, I had a great time in college. 
I had, you know, I had great periods of, in my life. I had a great time playing soccer growing up and all these things, but it's not forever. And I know that based on things have mm-hmm. ended in the past. And with episode 500, you know, I was thinking about that for Married to the Games. I was thinking that as a, it's a very commemorative kind of moment that people all come together. It's a way to maybe celebrate, maybe refill your tank a little bit um, with all the things. But knowing that Married to the Games won't last forever, and neither will Carpool Gaming, and neither will a lot of the things that we do. Um, sure. What do you, I guess the op- most open-ended way to ask this question is like, what do you do with that knowledge? Knowing that it's not going to last forever, like, what do you do with mm-hmm. it? I think, for me at least, I, I don't really do anything with it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of look back and say, you know what? But we've got some pretty good stuff out there that will that could, that'll bounce around the ether for however long the yeah. ether is around. And that's really all you can do. Um, you know, I don't know how else to leave like a mark or a legacy or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but hopefully there's a lot of content out there that can make people smile and encourage people. And if someone, however long down into the future, stumbles upon it and it, it, and it lifts them up a little bit. Hey, mission accomplished again. You know? mm-hmm. Well, and I guess the question kind of comes from a place of like, like for me, I, I can get kind of bogged down by the grind of it all. And I, mm-hmm. I like just me personally, I think that it's important to reflect back on those things that you mentioned, like um, the, the, the impact that has happened. And especially with 500, it's just so clear that Married to the Games has had such a profound impact on the world. Like one of the things that I, I I'm not even sure that I'd be able to get through it at the show if I were to say it, but it's like, you guys, because of the show, you've left the world a brighter place. Like, because mm. you just get together. And it's like, it's so clear to me that that's the truth because 70 people all crammed into a room. We played games together. We went and just like made a mess of Franklin, Tennessee and all the areas around it because of this podcast. And it's like, it's an idea that changed literally the, the paths of lives from, I don't know how many dozens of people who were, who were there. And then even the people who were there uh, watching the live stream and listen every single week. Like, I don't know that, that to me is, is a big deal. And you guys are kind of the, Mm. you were first there. You were like, you were one of the first independent shows and you continue to be there every single week. The consistency is there. And so like, I guess, I guess the question really, if I'm going to ask one after all this rambling is, do you look to that to refill the tank or is it just like you get, you get to have fun with this kind of like week to week kind of thing? Yeah. You know what? I appreciate you saying that, Sean. I don't think I've ever thought of it like that, but I can use that to refill the tank. Yeah. Because on our side of it, we just once a week, we get on a call with a couple of buds and we talk about games mm-hmm. and then we put it out there. Right. Um, and so that's really, a, that's pretty much all we do. And I, so I don't, I don't see that. I really don't see the the ripples that it may cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you put it that way, it's 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 uh, it's moving just because we don't you don't we just don't think of it like that. Right. You're like, I record and put it out there. And just like, you know, the podcast I listen to regularly, I feel like I know that person. Right. You know, we've got a relationship, you know, kind of a thing. And but I never stop to think to flip it around. Um, that's how people feel about you guys. Yes. So yeah, it's weird. 
and with each other. And that, like to me, it was yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. one thing. Um, people being able to meet you, but I feel like people were just excited not to knock you guys down or peg or two, no, but I feel no, like people yeah, were yeah. just as excited to go like chat with Gabe as they were to go give Lem uh, a all caps yep. hug, you know, yep. because yep. like, and that's where I had kind of like this, just this moment sitting in the crowd. I'm looking at everybody just like at the edge of their seat at every last word that you guys were putting out there and thinking that the show itself was just as special as the day that we had all kind of spent together going mm-hmm. from a game store to comic store to all the things like that is, I feel like that's just kind of like what it's all about, you know? Yeah. I, I got to, I really enjoyed watching people interact with each other because you guys hear from us every week. Right. But you don't get to hear from each other right? in, in, in voice and in, 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 you know, you might game with each other. Sometimes you might voice chat, but you don't really get to talk or hear from each other. And so mm-hmm. th- I thought that was really cool to see all of those relationships and how strong they are and have become. And that was really, that was really cool to see. There's actually human beings behind the questions that get yeah, asked by yeah. these people. Like there's some, some reminder too i think even as we maybe are coming out of this this pandemic i got i got to come back to my home country by the way super easily they're like all right come on back like come on in like no test you want to check something like are you sure i mean i I think i'm okay but all right Right, that's that's fine um but there's something special about just like breaking bread with one another just hanging out in Mm -hmm. person even if we're staring at our phones playing pokemon go (laughs) like that's yeah oh yeah definitely you know um, is this something that you want to do like more often? Are you good with every two years be- being a thing? Like, I'm not sure how heavily a, a moment like that weighs on you. Um, I think to a day like today for us, and it's like, it's pretty huge lead up to this sort of thing. Like there's a lot of work, mm-hmm. there's a lot of planning that's high expectations and hoping that it resonates with people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm positive that by the end of today, I'm just going to go under my weighted blanket and weep to sleep. <laughs> like, just like, just be like physically, emotionally exhausted. Like, Cause there's a lot to kind of take in and at a, at a certain yeah. point it kind of hits you. Yep. Did mm-hmm. that happen to you after episode 500? Did you go like, Holy snap. Like that happened. Yeah. You actually have also have like an outer body experience where you go like, what, what did I just go through here? When I was living in New York and I was doing improv, it was, one of the best times of my life. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. But after every show, you get such a high doing those shows. And after every one, when I would walk back from the theater, back to my apartment, it was kind of a coming down off of that high, not a depression, but just kind of like a back to like normal. Yeah. You know, just like a weird sadness that settles on, which is settles in, which is really weird. Yeah. And so this was different because we were riding that high and riding it and riding it and riding it. And then the show was over and then we hang out with everyone. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a chance to kind of shift gears. And I was just, when we finally left, I was exhausted. Yeah. I was just because uh, for me, I really struggle with, I want to make sure everyone felt seen yeah. and felt heard and felt noticed. And I know I didn't do I, I failed on my part just for, as much as I could do. I saw people, I, I saw pictures. I'm like, I don't know who that dude is. I never talked uh, to that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, or I would be in a conversation and something else would happen and I'd feel myself get pulled away and, oh man, did I, 
oh, did I just blow this person off to answer this question? And now not someone. And, and so I just, that's exhausting to me trying to make sure I just want to make sure everyone's enjoying themselves and having a good time. Mm-hmm. I know they were, I know that everyone had a good time, but I, I, you know, it's like Jerry Seinfeld said the one time where he can be in a, in a, in a theater of a thousand people. And afterwards he'll remember the one guy that wasn't laughing. Yeah. Yes. Same thing where it's like, of all the things I can remember that were great that happened. I remember the moments of I got pulled away. I saw that guy and I think he wanted to say something, but then somebody else came up and those are the ones, those are what stick to me. And it's, it can be mentally exhausting for sure. Definitely. And I think that that's why I hang on things like I do, which is like, hang on the positive sides because mm-hmm. our minds just naturally go to the negative. Yeah. So it's yep. a, it's a, an exertion actually to go like, okay, acknowledge that. But also mm-hmm. look at all the cool stuff that happened. Like we had, like we went from restaurant to restaurant, like they're all closed. We finally found one that was, that was actually open. We got to hang out with that. I'm wondering too, like if, as you're recalling the evening to me, it felt like that was just going to be, it was a weird time warp. It felt like we were on like the lost Island of some sort. Like it felt like that was just going to be forever, which is never, it was never my expectation going into it. And it's just obvious is the way things work. But I remember there was a few times both that night of episode 500. And then the next day I was hanging out with Spencer Stapleton and Tim and everybody like where I was like, well, we're just hanging out now. So we'll hang out later and tomorrow. Like, Mm. but it's not that like, it's, it's not that at all. And so maybe that's the, what happens when you're not able to get around to everybody is you just, yeah. you're not, your brain almost is not willing to let go. This, this will end. Like this is kind of the whole notion mm-hmm. I was bringing up before is like facing the, the finality of various experiences. And that can be taken to the most extreme, but I won't quite go there. Um, but yeah, that the weekend was going to have an end that you and I got to yeah. like high five for, or hug or whatever for the last time, at least for this time. And same thing with Spence and same thing with everybody else. And yeah, maybe there's just in the moment, you don't think that that will be, that will be done. Yeah. Yeah. It was, there were, there were a few people I didn't get to say an, an actual official goodbye to. Right. I don't know if we did. Like, I don't like, cause I don't, I don't think, think we did. I don't think so either. And I just think that we didn't want to acknowledge that that was going to be it. Like Spencer's Spencer Stapleton and I, we had to, cause like we were on, like I was getting on a plane. Like that is, yeah. that's about as real as that's going to get. We had that like right. classic kind of moment, just his, his flight was a few hours after mine. But yeah, I think for everybody else, unless they were like getting in their car at that moment, you're like, well, I'll see you around, you know? And I, I yeah. just, I kind of, I reflect on that a lot that I, I would love to see every single person again and many times yeah. over. Yeah. But what is the likelihood? So we start to think about how do we make that happen? What's next? Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that kind of brings me to, do you have a, would you ever, would you guys ever think about doing another one in 50 episodes rather than a hundred episodes and make it more of like an annual thing? Is this, do you come out of that going, I want more? Or are you still kind of exhausted mm-hmm. from everything? Like where are you at with the meetups? I think it would be cool if it happened more than, than every other year or biannually. Um, and I think especially Gabe, he has a self-imposed pressure he puts on himself. Yeah. That everyone's got to, every, every, every one of them has to be bigger and better than the last one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause he wants to make sure that everybody has a good time. And if you were there, he wants to make sure you have a even better time next year. And yep. I think just that alone 
that thinking and that pressure is enough to, for him, especially to be like, I'm good with biannually. And I think right. also it, it's, it doesn't help that only Gabe sets everything up, mm-hmm. everything up. Um, he gets the venue, he gets the, the, the swag, he does everything. And I got my hat back know, there. That hat, yeah. And um, he knows people in town, so he knows who to go to. He right. knows who to talk to. And so it kind of naturally fell to him. But, you know, it, it, it's it's hard because Chris and I every year are kind of like, what can we do to help? We want to help. Yeah. And we know there is nothing we can do to help, you know. And so it's it, it, that part of it is is hard, too, because it's unless we have it somewhere where none of us have been, it's going to fall all on Gabe's right. shoulders. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's a huge, that's a huge thing to, to put on him. And, and he, he's just like the rest of us who just want people to enjoy it. He just wants people to enjoy it mm-hmm. and have a good time. And that's a lot of, it's crazy how much pressure can come from wanting people to have fun. Right. Like it's such a, it's such a good place. But mm-hmm. it comes along with, yeah, almost like an because you can't define it. How do you? Yeah. How do you? How do you go at the end of it? Like I did it. Yep, right. good job, me. Right. Like it's all like, and I don't even know that that anybody is really the type. Like you don't really do that ever. That's that's kind of my whole yeah. point about all of this. Just like I like for I do this with my team at work too. Just like I want you to like just stop and look at the cool stuff that you did because I don't think you're going to do it on your own, and that sucks. Yeah. Like it's really remarkable, and you're it's worth recognizing and celebrating and, mm-hmm. and you pat yourself on the back of nobody else. Cause nobody else is going to do it. That's the saddest part about it is not too many yeah. people are going to do it. Maybe not in a genuine way, or maybe you don't believe that they're doing it in a genuine way. They're just doing it. I don't know for nefarious yeah. reasons or just to be nice or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was nice. The next evening, uh, Chris and I and, and, and our wives went over to Gabe's house and that was our, you know, the first thing Gabe said was, I think everyone had fun last night, right? Yeah. Everyone had fun, you know, and, and so we could just kind of assess and uh, confirm mm-hmm. and, and, and then just hang out. But it was, that was, that was a nice time to kind of rehuddle. Yeah. Talk about how things went. And, yeah. and that was good. So another 500 episodes then is kind of what you guys locked down for. You just confirm another, another 10 years. I mean, I haven't signed any contracts yet. I don't know if the other guys you have. Imagine we get to the point where we're signing contracts for this sort of stuff. I'm sure you'll get your your coach coaching contract. I'm in. I'm waiting to get it. Yeah, I, some sort I, of docu sign or something. Yeah, some electronic yeah. signature. <laughs> where do you ever think about like where you're going to be in ten years? Do you think about like gaming and podcasting and stuff like that? Like where? How do, you, really, do how do you even do that? I'm really bad at that. Same. And I think it drives Sarah crazy because she loves to dream. She mm. loves to plan. And she loves to to talk to other people about what are your dreams and what are your plans? Because she wants to help them. And so every once in a while she'll be like, What do you what do you where do you want to be in a year? And I'm like, Yeah. Just doing what I'm, I'm doing good right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If anything better happens, cool. If not, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that too. Totally. Yeah. I like that. I, I mean, this is where I feel like you and I are very similar in a lot of ways, but we're definitely like, I think mm-hmm. different on that front, but there's like a, there's a, I don't want to say to, I don't want it to come across as a bad way at all, but like, there's a nice simplicity to that. Like it makes, it allows you to focus. It allows you to, to be in the moment, be present when yeah. you're not worried or concerned about what 10 years is going to look like. Like it seems to yeah. be working out pretty well for you. Uh, <laughs> I would yeah, say. Well, and, and I think especially if you do anything creative, 
I think there's a difference between saying I would like to yeah. and here's how I do it. Because a lot of that, mm. a lot of what people call quote unquote success, it's not in your control. Yeah. You know, you can be an actor and, 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 and live in New York and audition for five years and nothing happens. Yeah. So you can have a five-year plan of what I hope happens, but that's, there's no guarantee it will. And it's kind of the same thing. I'd like to have mm. more people come through the stream and stuff like that, and I'd like to have that happen. But I don't know. There's not a here's a step-by-step to make it happen. Right. It's kind of a just do the best you can do, and hopefully it does happen. Yeah. It's weird. That's it. I like the way that you kind of phrase that, that there's a difference between hoping what you, what it, like, is it more just like a feeling that you kind of strive towards or just like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, when you see it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, there's just not, um, I've got a hair in my mouth. There's not a uh, dog or cat or uh, probably Sarah. Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just not a, there's not a, we, I went to TwitchCon the last time they had a TwitchCon and there were, there was a breakout session of here's how to make your stream grow and here's how to make, make it happen. Yeah. And the guy I got paired up with, I agreed with nothing he said. I thought it was the worst approach in the world. So there's not really a way to do it. You know, and I'm sure people come to you and say, Sean, how do I make a, how do I do a podcast? How do I make one? You know, they, they, they see what you're doing. They see your streams. They see the podcasts um, and, 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 you know, things are popping and things are happening. You know, Sean, how do I do that? And I say, you should ask somebody, not me. (laughs) I think I would just like redirect, like maybe, maybe you'll get an actual answer from, from somebody else. But I think that is an interesting part too, though, that you will get, that's kind of what I enjoy about this stuff actually, is that there, there really isn't a playbook and that might be not the answer that some people are looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, but I kind of like that it, part of it is just kind of exploring this day to day and yeah. we're doing it very differently than I think a lot of people, even just this, even this carpool gaming thing is like that nobody that whose playbook mm-hmm. is that, you know, like the way that yeah. we're assembling our team, I think is, is a little bit different. And the fact that we even are assembling a team is, yeah. is different. And it, because for me, I think at the core though, it's just like what, what fills your tank, what gives you energy. Yeah. And for me, it is, I like seeing like, give Kato a job and she's going to crush it. Give Ryan a job. He's going to crush it and give like Mm court is just like, it's channeling this energy that these people have. And like that fills me up along with allows me to experience. If not, I'm doing it, then it's part of something that I'm doing. I like, I just want to do all the things. Right. Ryan and I were talking about that a little bit earlier that there's enough hobbies in the world to take up a million lifetimes. You know, you can spend yep. one lifetime dedicated to comics, one to cosplay, one to learning guitar, yeah. one to like read a, a library worth of worth of books. Like there's so much out there that I don't know, it's just whatever, whatever fills your tank the best and learning what that yeah. even is, I think is probably the first half of our lives, maybe more yeah. just like learning what, what is the thing that pumps you up? It's super important and not, and, and you can only really start to explore that as an option when you stop caring what everybody else thinks. Cause mm-hmm. if you're dedicated to that, then you're never focusing on what, what fills you up. So. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you gotta be, especially in what we do again, where it's something creative that people interact with. You've got to find your voice. You've got to be yourself mm-hmm. and then 
be confident enough to know that that's good enough. You know, where do you think this is where I ask you a question? You go like, well, somebody else, um, where does the confidence, like, how do you, if somebody goes like, well, I don't have the confidence. Like, what do you say to somebody like that? Or if they, if they haven't yet developed the confidence and they think that that's the, the, the breaker for it. It's a very low risk thing, especially yeah. if, you, if you're talking about streaming. Yeah. It's very low risk. So if you've got no confidence, then stream because probably no one's going to be there in that first, your first few streams anyhow. Yeah. You know, so that's practice. Practice. Yes. Practice, yes. You know, and you're practicing live and, you know, you're probably going to have very few viewers and that's fine mm -hmm. because you're just practicing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you do, I, I don't, as far as confidence goes though, I mean, it's, it's gotta come from somewhere. I, I don't know where you get that. It just, you know, for, for me, it was the time when I realized, you know what, at the end of the day, if, if God's happy with what I'm doing, mm. if Sarah's happy, I don't care what anybody else thinks or says, you know, because I'm not living with or for them. Yes. You know, and so at the end of the day, life is too short to, I don't, you know what? I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, that um, man, that, that is, that resonates big time with me of just acknowledging like who, who matters. And then I, I pause yeah. there because it's not like the other people with that aren't within your direct circle. It's not like they don't matter, but like in terms of right, how right, it right. impacts you and your day to day, like, yeah, there is a difference between the neighbor across the street versus Chelsea upstairs versus like the, you know, yeah. everybody has their own version of that. And mm -hmm. as soon as the sooner you kind of recognize that, like who actually matters to that extent, then it's simplified. This is what I'm talking to you about. Like you simplify yeah. things like this. Yeah. Uh, you know, if someone, you know, comes at you on Twitter or something that you've never heard of before, yeah. you just kind of find it. And, and it, it, I don't know you. Why would I care what you think of me? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Life is too short to get worried about that. It's like, okay, that's, you know, and that's one of those things we talked about earlier where you just kind of laugh at it and be mm -hmm. like, that's kind of hilarious. That were you, were you always, did you always have this like perspective? Did you have a moment in time? Is this just part of like, as we, as we experience life a little longer, like, is, like where does that come from for you? I, th I think part of me has always had it. You know what? I, I think a big part of it actually is growing up in a small town. Mm. And so it's easy to get, it's easy to get confidence in a, in a tiny pool. Okay. Know, in, yeah. In a tiny fish yep. tank, mm -hmm. you know? Um, uh, but I think also a lot of it just has to do with knowing what I want and I raising my, not raising myself, but growing up and taking in a lot of comedy, I think helped me see things from a point of view where I, it was easier to find humor in things. Yeah. I, um, I man, that is everything, isn't it? Like if you can find yeah. humor in some of like the nastiest stuff, like, yeah, I, I find that to be incredibly helpful, you know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. does that maybe shifting gears a little bit here? Like, do you, what do you think of like, I feel like we talk about comedy every once in a while. Like where are yeah. we at with this? Like, I, I feel like when things like a slap happen, not to get too much into that piece, but I feel like that's, 
if that is actually speaking to the general reception of what people think comedians are allowed to say or not say, like that worries me a little bit. Like I, I look to comedy to help through mm-hmm. nasty stuff and, and there probably is a line. There's probably stuff that you shouldn't be insulting, blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I worry that the, that the walls are closing in on comedy. And I look to that as a space to help through some, some dark times. Yeah. And, and fortunately it seems that, most of the comedians, at least that I follow, don't have that worry. Agreed. They're going to keep doing what they're going to do. Yeah. You know? And so, so that's good. Um, uh, so, you know, and, and, and one of my first thoughts was, oh, man, I can't wait to hear Chris Rock's next special. Oh, I know. You no, know he's going to talk about it. He, he just got himself 15 minutes of material. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, I'll be really interested to see. Like just how he takes, like where he takes this. He has mm-hmm. the world is his oyster on this, and even like when he's got specials or he's got he's got sold out shows now, where he's being honest, he's like, I'm not going to talk right. about it. Yep, yep. But kind of the most famous comedian on the planet at the moment, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he just had to take one on the chin a little bit. Just, I mean, not even just well. I'd love to see the contact, the actual contact. Like, what did, what really happened here? What are we talking about? Yeah. You know, what, was the, yeah. what was the impact? Um, I was on Cameo.com the other day because I was exploring options of having yeah. Gilbert Godfrey do something for oh, the shows. Wow. And, like, it was just like when Norm Macdonald passed away. Like, I, I, had, I had been watching on YouTube and watching a bunch of videos, and then that news happened, and I was literally just like, and cameo is such an interesting thing for people who don't know cameo is like you can hire and pay people to deliver a, a greeting, a video greeting of some sort. And sometimes in the podcast land, they'll have the guy who voices master chief would do the intro for podcast unlocked IGN's Xbox mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, this is Steve downs voice of master chief. And you're listening to podcast. Unlocked. So I thought about all the different celebrities who are on cameo and how most of them are kind of dealisty, kind of like washed up, like whatever, yeah. you know, but comedians on cameo, I think, is the gold mine. Mm-hmm. Him, Ryan Styles, you get some yeah. of these people who just kind of like might improv something. But I was just basically like watching videos of Gilbert Gottfried that he filmed with his with his camera. He was an arm's mm-hmm. length away from the screen that I was looking at, and yeah, I miss him already, man. I thought he was I thought he was a hilarious, hilarious comedian and representative of a time in comedy that I'm not sure. I wonder if that's going to continue on. Cause he was so fearless. Yeah, for sure. Um, he was, he was, you know, he's just one of those that he was an original voice. Yes. And, and I don't know. I'm, I'm sure if people don't, they will learn to appreciate what he did, but I don't think it's obvious how, how, how much of a groundbreaker he was. Yeah. I think people will see that in the future. Um, yeah, I can get lost on cam. I've I've watched a lot of his <laughs> that he would film for people, and mm-hmm. I can get, I I it's such a rabbit hole, and then it becomes depressing because it's like, oh, there's that guy I liked from yeah. so much from that one show, four dollars. Oh no, it's only four dollars. <laughs> I know. Oh, like, I, I, I know. So bad. <laughs> feels so bad yeah they're just doing whatever they can to you yeah know, scrape on by and then at the other end of it it's like these some people charge like a thousand dollars and you're like yeah. you didn't want to like shower today to do this thousand dollar kind of thing right. like i i every time i build it up in my mind that i really want to do this cameo thing and and do it for somebody or a podcast or whatever and then yeah, i go yeah, on yeah. I'm like, Ooh, that is have you ever done it 
No, like I said, if it was going to be somebody, it would have been Gilbert. I'm not even just making up because he just passed away. It would have been him. Like that would have been the one. And I saw him do something for um, Fran Mirabella, who used to work at IGN. And somebody had him read out a bunch of Destiny stuff that like clearly he has no idea what he's talking about. But he's like, clear out your vault. Clear out your vault in Destiny 2. Like he's just screaming all this stuff. That's awesome. I, uh, yeah, I... Because he would just dive into it. If it was anybody else, any like any other non-comedian, and he'd send them a bunch of stuff about Destiny, like they would just be, they would kind of yeah. read the script. I'm Ron mm-hmm. Burgundy. Like that's kind of, that's all that they would get. But he, he leaned into it. And I, I don't know, just, yeah. I think just like Norm Macdonald, like there's a lot of content there that people wouldn't first think of to go watch. It's not. Yeah. Like he was the voice of the bird in Aladdin, but like that's not what I'd laugh my ass off at with Gilbert no. Godfrey. It's definitely one of them, but yeah, I mean, I do you see the tweet by Conan O'Brien? He was remembering yeah. him. He said he he saw him in like 1985, where he came out on stage and people. He said thank you for the for the applause, and then he just kept saying thank you for ten yeah. minutes. Yep, like that's I have a huge appreciation for stupidity like that mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. so brave and like who even who thinks of that yeah that's what did i you, want did you see the aristocrats yeah well I've, I've seen the joke i actually haven't watched it but i've seen okay. the joke and my god like that's exactly that's exa- that's the the thing that we should yeah. be talking about him about and it's just so not safe for work and maybe that's part of it right right so, so right Yago is the thing that we all see but exactly. yes my god <laughs> and that was that was that was right after 9-11 i think yes that was when he first i've seen or maybe that is exactly what i've watched is a clip from the aristocrats because i watched it on youtube them mm-hmm. talking about this joke and yeah i think i think because it was going he was doing wasn't he doing like a roast or something it was at a roast yeah yeah. And yeah, he was, his jokes were going one way and then he just decided to do this rant, this really special moment in comedy, man. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine just saying these things. I I don't know. I have a, a weird appreciation because you can't yeah. really share that with just everybody. It's not like something you send to your grandma. Right, right. Probably, I don't think. I wouldn't think so. Unless the joke's about her. Hopefully not. Grandma, goodness gracious. God heavens i know it's too it's too much man have you been listening to anything else on uh in, in the comedy world and stuff i've been i've been kind of just it's been it's, i've been so bad at listening to actually last night i downloaded the audiobook of will wheaton's new new book oh very nice still just a geek i never read the first one yep i don't know much about the only thing i know him from is uh stand by me yep and he read the audiobook for ready player one and i know that i'm missing out on a big star trek thing but mm. i never watched star trek but i he also spoke at twitchcon a couple of years ago and i really liked what he had to say so i was curious to spend my audio audible credit this month on uh on his audio is that what made you like like because you have how, how many thousands of options do you have on audible a ton. I yeah. can't remember what the what the quote you guys had on for your married oh, to the wow. games. Uh, you could you That's could live a hundred lives over or something like that. I can't remember exactly what you said. So long to be recorded. Um, 
Yeah, like what did you? What made? Is that what what made you narrow down your your selection of the tens of thousands of audiobooks you could have you could have chosen? Yeah, I, I think I I forgot where I heard that it was com- he was coming out with one, and I was like, I think I like that guy. Hmm. So yeah, I that in the way in the back of my head. Yeah, are you pretty regular on that there audiobook kind of train? I had, I don't know why I'm resistant to it. Uh, I don't know why, Ed. Not really. Um, I do want to get. Uh, Conan O'Brien's assistant has one coming out this summer that I want to get. <laughs> his assistant. Um, his assistant. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, no. Uh, the Harry Potter series is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and we've listened to that many, many times. But I just, I really don't have the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, w- w- mostly if I'm working, I have Twitch on in the background or, or a podcast, but as far as an audiobook goes, I don't really have the time to sit down and and even read an actual physical book. It's really sad. Well, and that's like to me, it occupies that same space in a kind of obvious way mm-hmm. that I'm either going to listen to it or I'm going to read it. And obviously, you got to still pay attention to it. And, and especially if it's a book, I don't want to yeah. just have it on in the background where mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more okay with that for like podcasts and stuff, especially if it's like yep. the same news and whatever. Like, and mm-hmm. which I do less now, to be honest with you. I, I find the multitasking to be more challenging as I, as I get up there and in, in age and my walker is a little far out of reach all the time here. You listen to two times speed. I listen to, well that maybe that's what I got to do with these audiobooks. But yeah, if I, if I, what I've just discovered very recently, cause I'm like, I used to listen to podcasts and work all the time, but I wasn't listening to them at two times speed. So if I, yeah. I, I feel like I may have just rediscovered this, that I can actually work and listen to a podcast at normal person speed. And then when I'm playing a game or going for a walk or whatever, then two times speed is, Kind oh, that's of funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at me figuring out life. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm just unlocking all the secrets, Ed. Right. There's, there's no, uh, there's no game guide for this at all. Well no walk done. Mm-hmm, Good mm-hmm. figuring. But I, I feel like as soon as I do one audiobook, then I will never read another book again. Yeah. I think that's where I'm at with it is I, it's a, yeah. it's a slippery slope. It's like why I don't buy, like do multi, uh, microtransactions on my phone. Because once I spend a dollar on mm. on Pokemon Go, then why don't I spend five bucks mm. on Candy Crush? And why don't I go spend blah, blah, blah over here and whatever See? else? Mm-hmm. Got to sign up for those Google surveys and get a couple bucks every once in a while. What? And, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Google yeah, surveys. Yeah, you sign up and you take Google surveys and it's like, here's 20 cents. And then oh, next thing you know, you've got like six and a half bucks in there. You're like, hey, you know what? I can get Candy Crush ad free. Because of Google surveys. Were you just like, okay, so going back to the cameo thing and going like, oh, they're doing $4 for a cameo. Like you're doing 20 cent surveys. Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> and it's usually like, did you look at this video? Yeah. No. Oh, is There's that what those are? Cents. Oh, I've seen those pop up and I always skip them. No. I didn't know that there was a, I didn't know there was money to be had at the other side of those Google things. Google rewards. That's the name of the. Oh, well, I got that. This is the thing I use. I use. I always get crap for this. Um, I use Bing as my search engine, my default search engine, because you get Microsoft rewards out of it, which you can trade in for gift cards and things. I should, yeah. No, you shouldn't. No. Really? Because Bing is a terrible search engine, man. It's, it's, I often find myself going like, this shouldn't be this hard to find. And then I go, oh yeah, I'm using Bing because I'm getting half a cent's worth of gift card or whatever for every 10 searches I do. But the same thing though, that adds up. Like, I don't know how many times Patrick Novosel is like, I got a new car because I've answered some stuff on Bing and I looked at a survey and 
Yeah. Who know? But you know what? The 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 macro of this is look. Maybe we'll um, fast forward in five years. Look how misinformed I am about so many things because I've been using the wrong search engine. <laughs> Just like I think I know stuff, but I've been misinformed. I've been looking the wrong the wrong Poor things. It, like it'll lead me to just like instead of like every official li- uh, website, it'll be some unlicensed fan site that I'm just going to. I don't know, just like just an off-brand kind of thing. And it's Microsoft. How do they screw that up? How is yeah, how is Microsoft's not the Google? How do they not do that? I don't know. You would think they would. It's it's too bad. It's really too bad, oh, man. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. So uh, where do you guys think you're going to finish your Overwatch team? You got, you have a playoff or something? You have a tournament that you got to do? Do you have a do you have a goal in mind? We have a we have there are six teams and it's a bracket tournament type thing. Um, the people we were playing with today were really good, and one of the other players uh, that was from our team said about halfway through, "I I don't think I want to play against you guys." Oh. <laughs> They're really good. They're really, if, if, if there's any kind of saving grace about it, they're, they've all been really nice people that we've met so far. Yeah. So it's, if anything else, it's just more people to play with in the future. That's cool. And, um, the new Overwatch character is Canadian. They're Sean Capri. Finally, some representation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nice to be able to turn on that game and see myself. <laughs> we got a Toronto map. Seriously? Got, yeah, there's a Toronto map, and now we have an official Canadian. There you go. So there we go. Toronto so. is basically Canada. Like, it's all of it. If you ask, just ask them, the people who live there. Toronto is representative. It's the whole country. Yeah. Nothing else matters. No, That's no. cool. Yeah. Is there, and I hope that, I don't know how to ask. This is going to sound like a big question, but um, <laughs> is there an age category that is involved in the tournament that you're, that you're involved in? Like when I play soccer, I'll play in like, in, in like, like men's league and like, oh, men's right, league, right. like, cause I'm, you know, not as agile. They, there's not an age category, but they basically said, hey, if you're in like competitive, like diamond or the top right. two ranks, don't. This ain't for this you. This isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's nice because we're going into it knowing we're just a bunch of goofballs. That's we're cool. just there to play Overwatch. So we have zero expectations and we're just looking to. It's just an excuse to play more games. Well, that's what this show is just an excuse to steal an hour and a half of your time and, and chat with you which i always like and i can't wait until next year when i have you back on and you are like your competitive spirit just gets ignited and <laughs> these like you look back on like you talk about the practices that you guys are having now and it's like we just play overwatch and a year from now you're like and we've got tactics and we've got mm-hmm. like secret channels of voice chat right. and exactly yep. barking yep. orders at everybody everything is synchronized yes Oh my gosh! Are you is um is Overwatch is Overwatch League still happening? Did, did that die? Is that a thing still? It's about to start up again in about a month, I think. Oh, yeah. So they the 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 Overwatch League players have access to Overwatch Two. They've been practicing on an early build of it. Mm-hmm. But it do you have like a fun. favorite? Do you have like a favorite player? Like when you watch, you go like, oh, I can't believe he's here. Uh, it, is that a thing? Really- I mean, it was the first couple of seasons, and then they just started moving everybody around, and then they went to YouTube, and I kind of stopped watching it. And so I don't even know who is on what team anymore. From I, where? Got my Go to YouTube from like from Twitch? You mean they moved away from, from Twitch? Twitch. Yeah. They left Twitch and went to YouTube. And that was yeah. enough. You just don't. You just like that. Might as well be on Mars, kind of thing. Pretty much like the like they had like uh, little rewards and that you could get for watching on Twitch, and they didn't have that on YouTube, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, it was it was a really weird situation. They eventually got some sort of version of it, but I don't really go to YouTube. I'm on Twitch all the time. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, 
Yeah. I just love that. It's, and this goes into the notion why we got Court Lalonde as part of the team where it's like some people, like if you're not on Instagram, you don't exist. You literally just don't exist to them. Yeah. And yeah. That's a, let that fester in your noggin a little bit if you're trying to grow an audience of some sort and you think, well, yeah. if I'm not on the latest, greatest thing, then. Yeah. Got to be TikToking, man. I know. Well, we'll let, we'll let Court do the TikToking stuff. Yeah, that's fine. When is Married to the Games going to start a TikTok account? Uh, they, they're not going to. Wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if it was already happening? It'd be amazing. I would be shocked. Tim Router's already running it. He's been doing I it the whole time. I wouldn't be surprised. He was TikToking for a while on his own account. Mm-hmm. Doing the dancing yeah. and everything. Doing the, the doing the, the cheer. Dancing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing that was wild about episode 500, just seeing everybody with, like, the kids. Like, Piper yeah. is a, she's, like, she could be driving pretty dang soon over here, and everybody else is oh, over here. Yeah. You somehow have de-aged, I think. Like, somehow you're, uh, you're actually going backwards. I think we're, like, Benjamin Button kind of just going in the opposite direction. I could, I could say the same thing about your, yourself there, Mr. Sean Capri. No. Um, North American handsome. Mm, no. I did enjoy waving that made in China Canadian flag. That was, that was pretty funny. Was great. Um, how are you? I, I've got a few more minutes with you here. Um, what should I do to start getting actually back in shape here? What do I, what, what do I, what, what, what do you do? You like, you look great is what I'm trying to say. You're doing great. You're yeah. doing things right. Um, where did it start? What, what, like, did you make a change somewhere along the way? Like, you, I don't know what's going on with you, but you really do look awesome. You know, the biggest thing I changed was I started, uh, I got the, 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 my fitness pal app mm-hmm. on the phone and I tracked what I ate. Oh, because really? I, at night we, it seems like we eat pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got my, I've got my shake in the, for lunch. And then for dinner, we've got the hello fresh, which is usually pretty nice. And then at night, you know, we'd have like a snack and then at night, that's what it would, that's what would kill me. And, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I used to work out, I think maybe three or four times a week. Now it's about six, sometimes seven. I'll wow. Like a, yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of, I, I, I'm really paying attention to what I'm, what I'm eating and, and, uh, and I, I, I upped working out by a, a, a day or two. Yeah. Same yeah. amount of time per day kind of thing? Same amount of time. Yeah, I'll get up in six the morning. Hours. Six hours. Six still, and a half. Still doing six and a half hours, yeah. A thousand push-ups, thousand sit-ups. Exactly. Doing the 300 workout. Remember when that was a thing? When uh, Gerard oh, Butler, I mean, they had the yeah. that was, uh, 300 reps or whatever it was. You know, it's funny because I remember him being on the cover of Men's Health. Me and too. You know who was on? On the cover of Men's Health, the last one I got, hmm. Sean Capri, Obama, Jared Leto, was there? Oh yeah, for Morbius, yeah. Yep. You don't you don't really think of him as being jacked? I think he's just not, being, not, not really. Little skinny it's mini. The, it's the first time I looked at the cover of Men's Health and thought I could be on the cover of Men's yeah, Health. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I think I think Chris Pratt's been on the cover of Men's Health, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he could probably yeah, yeah definitely. You're in better shape but, than those uh, guys. Come on, nah. But, but Sean, you, nah. you, you, you've done it before. You're, I've done it before. Gonna, you can do it again. No, and that's what I like to the point earlier about like confidence even. Um, that's where I think anybody, whatever endeavor somebody is going to try to do, I'm going to turn this on me in terms of like getting fit. It's like I look, I think confidence can come from even just looking at hard things that any of us have done in the past. Even if it's mm-hmm. just something that we all share, like we learn how to walk. You know how hard that was? Yeah. Learn how to walk. Are you kidding me? Holy crap, man. Like two legs. Yeah. The balance and everything and the anyway, I think I think that we all have those things in our back pocket 
of mm-hmm. who've done stuff that was difficult in the past. But one of the things that the reason that I ask you that question is I'm a big believer in just like on ramps on anything. How do I get mm-hmm. into video games? How do I get into comic books? How do I get started? Like what does the first like five days kind of look like? And I always, I often look to um, people who have walked the path before and go like, what, what was the first you were, you were on this road and then you decided, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to nudge over here. And was it a, yeah. was it a food change? Was it an extra set of pushups? Was it like whatever yeah. it was? Yeah. And I think that's one thing that, that can discourage people because they like Sarah does crazy workouts and she's, she's super fit. And, and yeah. she got, does them upside down, I think. Right. Like she's got like, down, a, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's insane what she's doing. Um, or they'll look at other people. And one thing Sarah always says that I, I like a lot is you can't compare your day one to someone else's day 201. Right. That's why I want to go to the beginning of it. Like, I don't want to look at right. like where somebody has ended up. I want to go like, yeah, exactly. Like, what was their day one? And uh, and another thing for me that helped out, uh, and I'm, I, I, I may have told you this before. I, I hate to repeat myself, is measurements, Sean Capri. Mm. So not just weight, but taking measurements, arms, legs, stomach, hips. And because, you know, weight alone doesn't tell the whole story. But when you can look back and see after three weeks, after six weeks, oh, wow, this is a little different. This is a little different. Just those little things. Because, you know, we see our, our, our silly faces every day. And so we don't notice. It's such a gradual thing. It really is. We don't notice. So... Take pictures mm-hmm. before. If you're like me, unlike my wife, no one sees those. <laughs> uh, you know, those are just for me, just so I can have, so I can look three months later. Yeah. Oh wow! You know what? There is it. it there is a little change there. I can I can see that. Yeah. I, I can't. But it's so gradual that if you just go by how you look, or I went down and I got out of I I I tried to do it and I got out of breath, uh, and it's too hard. Yeah. Well, then that's exactly true. So are you taking notes, like how you feel after a workout or something like that? Like are you, Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can take notes how you feel or just even tracking how much you're doing, yeah. how many reps. I used to overheat a lot. And just recently I did a, I was doing a workout and I looked at the sheet from a year ago that mm-hmm. I had done that workout. And it was really cool to see that I had just written on that day, OH, I overheated. Mm. And, and I thought to myself, wow, I actually, I haven't overheated for a while. So yeah. just even something like that, uh, you know, so it's just, you're, you're, you're competing against nobody but yourself. And, um, you know, the, 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 adage, the adage, it, it takes two weeks to make a habit, get to that two week mark mm. and it gets a little bit easier. It's the, the first couple of weeks isn't always the easiest thing in the world, but, and it, it also helps when, for me at least, one of my motivators is, because I'm older than Sarah, I want to be around for as long as I can so I can be with Sarah. Yeah. You know, so I'm not just doing it for me. I'm doing it for Sarah, you know. And, and, and you know, they say if you're not doing it for yourself, then, you're you know, figure out why you're doing it. Because you should be doing it. You should want that. You should want to do it for yourself. Yeah. I'm also doing it for Sarah. Yeah. You know, and not because she, she told me or she said, I, I want to be as healthy as I can so I can, I can enjoy, you know, everything, every moment I can together with her and, mm-hmm. and, and, and or friends. 
And uh, so if nothing else, do it for, for those you love just so you can be around them more. Man, it's it's a reality. Again, it's something that not many of us actually want to really even consider or mm-hmm. think about is that. No. And, and the empowering part about it, though, is that to your point, you have a lot of control over it to a, yeah. like to a certain yeah. extent is, of course, like things are going to happen and things are going to happen the way right. that they are. Right. But but you can certainly have a as like a certain preventative nature to mm-hmm. it, you know. And yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm going to chop that little bit of audio out and repeat it over and over again because yeah like i in the past i would actually like before lincoln was born i would play soccer every single week um Mm -hmm. and then lincoln was a couple months old and i watched three guys go to the hospital in a single soccer game and i'm Mm. like i'm like i can't i can't do that and i I, that was my last soccer game and i still think that that was probably the the right decision but i lost my weekly check-in on Mm. am i dogging it at the gym or am i or am I doing a good job? And my every Tuesday or whatever it was that I would play soccer, I'm like, I did a good job in the week in, in the gym this week because I was ready for, yeah. for this game. And to, what triggered that memory was uh, when you mentioned like the overheating because that was a huge issue for me. I would just feel mm. totally out of it, dehydrated, like my body shut down, all this kind of stuff. And yep. part of it maybe is because I'm Canadian and I'm not doing so great in the heat, but so is everybody else I'm playing. So that doesn't really right, right. So I, I had that that nice like weekly check-in. So mm-hmm. part of it, I think, for me is rediscovering like what that is. If I'm not going to rejoin a soccer team, then what is yeah. my what is my weekly check? So some yeah. sort of like fitness test or run or you know yep. personal best or yeah. something. So I'm motivated, yeah. man, and I have the I have similar thoughts and motivations with my wife and and my kids and everything mm-hmm. else, and just trying to keep up. And that's probably one of the more frustrating parts is when you wake up and you realize that you haven't been at your best. And you're like, getting up is hard. And yeah, like, yeah. like that's a, like never in a million years did I ever expect to be at that point. And that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. It's just, we don't really talk about it. Nobody who's going to be super proud to go, you know, what really sucked this morning is like my knees crack when I get out of bed and right, like, right. Man, I'm chasing after my kids. I can't do it. Nobody yeah. talks about it, but a lot of people kind of face that reality. So I'm motivated. Yeah. I really am. Good. Yeah. Good. And, and, and it's, it gets tougher when you get as you get older because of those reasons. Yeah. And but it you know it's never too late. Yeah. You know, and you know it, it, once you start, you're putting yourself in that right direction. Yeah. You know, every little bit helps, and and uh, yeah, just yeah, keep at it. So so next time, eat the entire carrot cake that Tim Poland buys for me. Is that the Go idea? For it, man. Just the whole Go dang for thing. It. Chase- your dreams oh my goodness do you have a cheat like meal do you do you do you uh do you go to something that's like a you're gonna reward yourself is that a is that part of the regimen i don't have a cheat meal um i i definitely count calories um and so at the end of the night sometimes i'll be like well i got 300 calories and then i you know oh I'll get you know let's get some yeah. ice cream or you know let's go to culver's or let's get some gummy bears or something like that you yeah, know so it's gummy bears yeah. That's my problem. Ryan Turford doesn't like sweets. And it's like, well, that'd be, that'd make life easier if I just didn't really? have them. Yeah. I like it. Dude, I, donuts, cake, chocolate, candy, like whatever, you know? So sometimes I'm craving something sweet. Mm-hmm. And I realize when I talk to Sarah, when I say that, she goes to things like chocolate. I go to things like sugar, like mm. gummy bears. What is, when I say something sweet, what do you think sweet of? Sweet would be can- like, like super nibs. Do you have super nibs? Do you have nibs? Is that a thing? No, you don't have super nibs. Oh my gosh, you guys! This is the thing I've discovered as I when I went Looks to. Like they're just regular nibs. <laughs> you only have two. <laughs> I have two. I have super nibs. Uh, 
They're like, do you have Twizzlers? Do you have? Do you know what that is? Like, yeah, like the red yeah. licorice kind of thing. Like, are they the short licorice? Yeah, the, the nibs are like the short one. They're just they're really dense. It's cherry yes. flavored, and then super nibs are like licorice, like Twizzler versions. They're okay. just long and long and thick nibs there, and they're they're man, those are my long. those are some of my weaknesses right there, man. So long thick nibs. At a certain point, I think cold turkey is just the way that it, like I just need to move on from it. <laughs> We got enough. They, memes. Get re- they get really cold <laughs> up here. It's like I said, it's snowing. So you got to kind of warm them up in your hands for a little bit. And then they kind of get back to normal after a while. It was a great Friday night. Yeah, there you go. Is today Friday? I don't even know what day it is anymore. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there I we go. So. You've had, you give me a lot to think about, Ed. Good. Especially on the nib side. I'm going to. Yeah, well, yeah. Vice all that over. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to definitely enter that into a Google safe search. Okay. <laughs> Incognito mode, I think, for that one. <laughs> Do you want to let – we've got a couple people watching us here, and this will be on the, the podcast feed around the globe. Do you want to let um, people know where they can they can find you on the internet if if they want to chat with you, let you know that they enjoy yeah. you on the show? Yeah, yeah. Swing by and say hi. I'm on I'm mostly on Twitter, at Ed Placencia, and then over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ed placencia swing by say hi if you if you if you're an overwatch player swing hop in if you're not we'd love to introduce you because we love ah. we love i i stopped the stream today and made a custom map just so i could go in and someone wanted to know how to play overwatch what the rules are and so we just walked through and here's how you do it here's how you do it and if i can make it simple for someone so they want to enjoy and play a game with me then i'll do it i like it i think we're seeing a bit of a sneak peek into what the future has in store for you ed this uh this coaching this coaching career could could be onto something um (laughs) thank you thank you i wanted to i want to before i close it out thank you for joining me today but also thank you just for being a wonderful friend and welcoming me and uh to the married to the games community and we had had a great time hanging out with you and um thanks for always being a committed streamer like the fact that you're there, yeah, yeah. it means the world, man, that, that whatever's happening during the day, I know that when you stream and then you turn on Twitch and like, sure enough, as right there, he's building Legos, he's <laughs> poning noobs in Overwatch, he's doing whatever else, he's playing all the latest games, making me jealous about that. But um, yeah, like your commitment to the stream is admirable and I'm appreciative I that appreciate you, you that. do it, man. For sure. I appreciate you, Sean, and, and and I appreciate everything you do and and you're 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 so encouraging and, and so uplifting and, and you know they're you know just out of the blue I'll get a message from you that just just makes makes my day. So I appreciate not only what you do as a friend that people see and the, and what people don't see and 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 uh but the also nibs. just <laughs> the nibs the the multiple pictures of nibs of all sizes mm-hmm. and, and and, uh, unsolicited you know, i can't even do unsolicited, it <laughs> i mean they show up on the fedex truck and it's just they're framed it's weird <laughs> Sorry. it's funny because lincoln has been obsessed with getting pictures printed recently so any picture yeah. and chelsea takes a gazillion pictures either with her phone or professionally so lincoln's always asking are we going to get those printed at, oh, at london awesome. drugs is where we get them printed so that's funny oh my goodness gracious ed um you're a wonderful human being i appreciate you and um, you, that's that's the end. I'm gonna hit the I'm gonna hit the button now. If that's okay. I appreciate you, Sean. Thank you, man. One of my favorite things about doing this show, and it's a silly thing. 
I'll get to that in a second. But one of the one of my favorite things is that it like, it just gives me this totally understandable and totally acceptable excuse to literally book time in advance with a friend or a stranger and go like we're just gonna talk because and the reason I, I feel like this is silly is because like i could call up ed anytime and we could chat and many many people who i've met and become friends with through this show and through all the other content and all this other stuff through the community i'm i'm positive i could do that with everybody else but for whatever reason like this is my comfort zone this show has become my comfort zone and what it allows me to do is reach out to people like luke lore previous co-host of the xbox drive current host of xbox expansion pass um, and reach out to people like that and go like hey we're gonna talk we're gonna we're gonna catch up it's been a while there's a lot of people in my life outside of the i guess gaming community who i would that i would kill for that i don't, I don't know why i'm not as i'm saying this i'm like why don't i just do that but i i, I basically what i'm trying to do is have an appreciation for this show because it allows me to go you know what before it take before we go too far along I want to at least spend some time talk with Ed. Talk with Luke is coming up next week. Is Jason Lacey from what the what the flux suppose? I've been friends with Jason for so long. We chat on Discord, but I think for the most part we kind of like catch each other's updates through podcasts. And I've talked about this once or twice at least in the past, but uh, it fools you a little bit if your if your communication back and forth with somebody is like through your own or just through their podcast it's like hang on a second there's another way to do this we could actually like sit down and talk and catch up and that would be kind of cool too so i'm looking forward to sitting down with jason lacy i'm appreciative for ed for carving out time for uh, and being part of what was yumika pre-day what is would now be known as the carpool gaming day man brand new brand that sun, by the way, and, and a lot of it you'll see in the Discord. There's lots to go through in the Discord in the announcements uh, category. Um, that sun, that part of the, the, the is in the in the logo. That sun little character, his name is Bobby, and there's a beautiful reason why that's Bobby. I encourage you to check out the Discord. Comment below. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, we now close the show, by the way, uh, with a clip of our good friend Bobby Pauls. And uh, this was this was Bobby maybe at his best, maybe not so much at his best, playing Mario Kart. This was pretty typical. Thanks to Rival for submitting the clip. Everybody else, click the link, submit your clip. We'll just do a red shell at me. Now how? No, 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 no. Get out You gotta be kidding me. There is no way. Get 